beautiful people. I'm Jamie Filer, personal trainer and self-development coach. Welcome to your Monday morning mindset shift, where I'm going to teach you how to take what you're thinking and make it better. The glass is always half full, my friends. Today's shift is this. Beliefs. Beliefs are so important. They start. So we all know actions, right? We all do stuff. We all function in a particular way. We are all programmed to uh, execute a particular pattern, wake up, work, life, routine, exercise, et cetera. Right. But where do those come from? Well, there are habits behind them, right? Like the habit of going to bed at a certain hour, the habit of moving your body, the habit of wanting clean food. And, but then where do those habits come from? Those habits come from deeply ingrained beliefs. They are so deeply ingrained, often they're unconscious, right? I always say <clears throat> when a client, I don't know, doesn't follow, like let's say goes off on a binge or <clears throat> can't seem to get the hang of eating clean. My question is always, where are you lacking in your self-worth? Because when we put junk, and I don't mean junk like junk food, like Ben and Jerry's or whatever. I mean junk like stuff that doesn't make us feel good. Alcohol, drugs, uh, if you're using sex for the wrong reasons, a gambling addiction. It's, it's because there's a void. It's because there is a deeply rooted belief that you're not worth the positive version of those behaviors. So we have to figure out where those beliefs came from, how we can change them in order to change the habits, in order to change the actions. Your belief shaped your results. Your results shape your destination. Again, it all comes from that belief. So first, we have to actually identify what's going on. What are you thinking in the first place that is making the actions what they are. If you believe you're not good enough, if you believe you're not worthy enough, then you won't take certain opportunities that come your way. In fact, you may not even see particular opportunities because your reticular activating system won't pick up on them. We have to change your habits that reflect the old limiting belief to I am good enough, I am worthy enough, and you will see the difference. Let me give you a perfect example of this. There was a study done five or 10 years ago in the UK that took 20 people. And they told these 20 people that they needed to, they needed them as like mystery shoppers in a particular restaurant to give this restaurant feedback on the food. So what they did was take 10 people who had a positive disposition. They could just tell, I guess they, they took some sort of um, so I guess like a psychological test in advance and the we'll call them happy people. Happy people were sent into the restaurant and what they did was they left a $50 bill just at the exit of the restaurant, like just over the threshold. And they saw how many people would pick it up. Then they took a separate group of 10 people who had, we'll call it an unhappy disposition. And they had them take the survey and the restaurant and evaluate the food and whatever. And same thing, they um, left a $50 bill outside the threshold of the restaurant so that they could see it as they left. Guys, 
100% of people with a happy disposition noticed a $50 bill on the floor. 25% of people with the unhappy disposition saw the $50 bill because their minds just weren't there. I know that it's like, well, maybe they just weren't, they didn't notice it. No, that's the point. They didn't notice it because their heads weren't in a space where they could see an opportunity of literally free money on the floor. But what if it's something less obvious, like a friend asking you out for dinner and it's a chance to network that relationship, just explore it. What if it's some, some a super cliche example, someone flirting with you that you don't even notice because you don't think you're good enough or attractive enough or whatever enough for someone to flirt with, right? We miss these opportunities all the time if we don't think we're enough. So classic limiting beliefs. I'm not good enough. I need more education. I'm not smart enough. I hate talking to people. I am an introvert. That's a really common one. If I don't marry someone, I've failed. That's to an extent, something that comes from our culture for sure, right? I'm not good at XYZ. I'm not good at sales. I'm not good at meeting new people. I'm not good at flirting back. I'm not good at managing my money. I never have enough time. I hear this all the time from clients. I don't deserve success. I haven't earned it yet. I'm scared I will be rejected, so I don't even put myself out there. I need to work hard to make money. What kind of life is that, right? It's just, I guess I'll just work 40 hours a week until I retire at 65, and then, and then what? Live off a pension? I have to do everything myself. Now, this could either be pride and ego saying it, or it can be, I have no one to help me. So I have to do everything myself either way. My past equals my future, right? Oftentimes we allow our parents or our grandparents or our culture to dictate what ends up happening to us. Everything has to be perfect. No, it doesn't, right? I have clients, when I ask you to fill out your your goals form, it's stop seeing training as black and white or stop seeing nutrition as black and white right? Not everything, nothing is perfect, right? Everything operates in a a gray scale. What makes me good enough or important enough is what people think of me. Mistakes and failure are bad. Nothing I do is good enough. I need a lot of social media followers. What I have to say isn't important. Now, guys, the reason I'm going through all of these is because sometimes it's hard to identify what a limiting belief is because we don't always think of them. Remember that to an extent, our beliefs are unconscious. So we don't actually think about the story we're telling ourselves. We just act on it. So I wanted to go through as many as possible. A lot of these were my own. So that you can start seeing yourself and, oh shit, I say that. Oh my God, I do get down on myself because of how much I make or because of how many followers I have or because of what my parents told me about myself, right? So which limiting beliefs did you write down? Which limiting beliefs came to mind? Which limiting beliefs bubbled to the surface? Before you change things, you have to know what they are. All the tools in the world mean nothing if your beliefs don't change. As you get the tools, right, 
as, as I try to convince you that every single one of you is, is worth it, is worthy, unless you actually believe what I'm saying and you actually start to believe yourself, then nothing will change, right? Your mind has to go along with the words. You can't say one thing, but think another. Belief substitution, all right? So how many times have uh, either you guys or maybe you've heard of someone else, they talk about changing a habit or they want to adopt a good habit, right? Like they just want to, let's say quit drinking. Okay, fantastic. I want to quit drinking. Great. What are you going to replace it with? You can't just quit drinking. I've talked about this before because what happens there is you create a chasm. You create a void when you would be going out to drink or when you go to a bar. You, If you don't choose alcohol, there is a gap, right? So instead, what we say is when I go out to drink with friends, I will order a club soda or a Diet Coke, okay? Or... Instead of going out with friends, I will go to the arcade, go for a walk, go see a movie by myself, okay? You have to substitute something for something else. You cannot just create a void. So instead of limiting beliefs, we have empowering beliefs. And I want you guys to pick a couple that you are going to focus on. These are very similar to affirmations, but I'm thinking of them more in terms of how you think. Again, not just what you say. I am not afraid or anxious, only excited for what's ahead. I am in charge of my life. I don't take anything personally. This is a really big one. This was probably my top one last year. Failure always brings opportunity and growth. I relish failure. I love getting things wrong because it teaches me a new way of doing something. Failure is one of my greatest lessons towards improvement. Opportunity is everywhere. I embrace challenges because I always find ways to overcome. This is also a good one, right? I don't need the approval of others to succeed. My vulnerability gives me strength and fuels my belief within me. The past was who I was. The present present is who I am. And the future is who I will become. We cannot change the past. Absolutely nothing we can do about it. So all we can do is look straight ahead of us. My past can be reviewed and rewritten, right? No point in focusing on it. I am on a continuous journey of learning, which never ends. I am not perfect, but never stop trying to be the best version of me. I want to pause for a second here because I think a lot of us are in the position we're in because we're perfectionists and we always want to be doing better and and having more and being more. But I heard a quote that said, perfection is the lowest standard of excellence because it's impossible to achieve. And that really struck with me because of how true it is. Like nobody can be the perfect employee, the perfect wife, the perfect parent. I'm not even the perfect dog mom. But if I try, like, Even by just trying, you're setting yourself up for failure, which everyone can do. Everyone can fail. So it's impossible to strive for perfection. Strive to be the best version of yourself. I always dream big and strive for what is out of my reach, right? Shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. This is that. The impossible is always possible. Forgive, learn, and expand. 
The truth is that your negative feelings don't determine who you are. Your actions reveal who you are. Thinking is tangible, but actions are concrete. So we have to add actions. We have to do something about this new feeling of worthiness. We have to do something with these new empowering beliefs that we have substituted. Which limiting belief will you substitute with a new empowering belief? Again, just like when each of you started on this journey, it was a lot to try and get your steps, your cardio, your macros, your workouts, your water, and oh, and all of your supplements also. And, oh, and check in on time on the same day. Okay. So I don't want you to start with every single limiting belief that you identified. I want you to pick one or two of the biggest ones that you consciously or subconsciously know are getting in the way of you being up here and then substitute them. The secret is not to just push negative, fearful thoughts out, but to replace them. Again, we don't want that chasm. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. When you change the way you view your self-worth, when you start to carry yourself in a certain way, when you start to act as if, your worth will change beyond what you ever thought was possible for yourself. Again, you will be that person who notices $50 on the floor everywhere you go. And that's your Monday morning mindset shift. I appreciate you listening. If you loved what you heard, subscribe, like, share, and tag me in stories about this podcast. I'll share back. Until next time, the glass is always half full, my friends.